Okay, let's do this one last time, yeah? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Spider. Call me Spider-Man! I want that ball-crawling arachnid prosecuted! I'm Spider-Man. I want him strung up by his web! Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. I want Spider-Man! Hello, true believers. Welcome to the Spider-Man Book Club. This podcast is usually about digging into the library of everyone's favorite wall-crawling menace. However, today we're going to do something a little different, and we're going to talk Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And today I'm joined by one of my very good friends, slash cousin, slash um, Mary Jane <laughs> wannabe. <laughs> Rude. Uh, Ashley McGee is here. We're talking Doctor Strange and all the madness that came with it. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. I really enjoyed the movie, and I can't wait to talk about it. I am very excited. Um, I've been thinking about the movie pretty much nonstop all weekend. Um, so uh, I just, I really just have uh, one question for you, though, to start this off. I'm ready. Before the first movie came out, did you have any familiarity with the character of Doctor Strange? Not particularly, but I think the way, and this is kind of how I think Marvel does everything. I think they do a very good job of bringing all of these characters to life because without things like, um, even like Scarlet Witch, like she, yes, she was famous, but now she's one of the most well-known household name kind of superheroes now so and that's how i feel about dr strange and when i went into it i kind of was like "Eh, i guess i should watch this because he's going to be an avengers kind of movie right right. and i walked out of it saying i think i want to watch that again and again and again because it was something different and i really enjoyed that it wasn't like just violence and hitting everybody it was magic which was something totally different and something that i think he started so that like wanda was like joined by her kind of people like i thought it was something really different obviously being a big harry potter fan and everything like that i'm really (laughs) into like the magic and all of that so i think that's something that i can't wait to talk to you about in this movie specifically um yeah i uh i really liked uh you know i I actually forgot that strange i mean strange you know first appeared in his movie of course but he was mentioned in uh the captain america winter Mm -hmm. soldier as being a person of interest Mm -hmm. um but I, I really, you know, when I uh, rewatched the first movie recently, I was like, I forgot how good this movie is. It's you fantastic. Know? It's it a little longer, but it's one that I think is overlooked almost. Yeah, it, I think it, it, it kind of gets lumped in with, like, the origin stories of all these other characters. And plus, when you get, like, when you get to, like, Avengers Infinity War and Endgame, it's like, well, who cares about those other movies <laughs> right. a, a little bit? Right. Well, because when people see, like, a huge group thing, like, people grew up with the X-Men. People grew up with, like, the Justice League. They were like, oh my gosh, Marvel created these characters, and now they're all together, so why should I go see the other ones if I'm going to see them again? And I, I really wish people didn't have that mindset, because I think you look at look at like Captain America, the first Avenger, mm-hmm. look at the first Thor film, like they're so important to all these Avengers movies, so yeah. I think that first Doctor Strange is amazing. They, and for the most part, they've done really well with their, their the solo movies that lead them into the, the, the whatever kind of following yeah. uh, pictures 
Um, and I actually kind of forgot that Sh- Doctor Strange was in Thor Ragnarok, so I rewatched that too. Um, like he's in a a quick bit because. Oh yeah, no, because when Loki's I've been falling for thirty <laughs> minutes. <laughs> that's literally one of the best parts of the entire movie. Yeah. But I for- I forgot about that. He's he's very crucial, and I'm really excited. When I walked out of this movie specifically, I was like, you know what? He's going to be just as big as Captain America. Yeah. Like, he's his costumes everywhere. Like, he's – I think it's really cool that something different came came up with that. Uh, totally. And and I think it's great that this character got to be in this film. So, by the way, spoilers. We are going to spoil the hell okay. out of this thing. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, go uh, – so if you haven't seen the movie, you want to stop now. Go see yeah. it and then come back to this. Yeah. Um, but I, I think what's great about the, the, the more recent movies is that they're not afraid to really uh, do more of the team-ups, you know? So, like, in this movie, we all kind of went into it assuming, oh, it's going to be, um, you know, Doctor Strange and, and Scarlet Witch teaming up to fight either it's Baron Mordo or the Illuminati or somebody yes. who's causing this multiversal craziness. Turns out the villain was... Uh, Wanda the whole time. Yes, that's crazy. Um, commenting on that, I think I'm very lucky I didn't, and we'll go into this a little bit later, but mm. I'm really lucky that I didn't watch the second trailer that did come out because apparently it did have a lot coming out of it, but something that Marvel did fantastically was, and something that you and I have spoken about before, They, you would never have known that she was the bad guy in this movie. Right. And Marvel killed that. And yeah. then you walk into it, and the first thing that she does, you're like, oh my gosh, she said her name. She already knows. And then when she cleared up everything and it showed her red background, basically of her made-up world, you knew immediately that it was not going to be good. And I was really excited that Marvel did not sugarcoat her and say, oh, no, you know, she had such a great reaction in WandaVision. We're actually going to bring her around to have a happy ending. No, they kept the tone throughout the entire movie. Mm -hmm. She's the villain. She is truly the strongest adventure in the whole world. She could destroy everything. Yeah. But no, we're going to keep it going that way. And I was so happy they did that. I, I was really, like, as soon as she said America's name, and well, actually, as soon as Strange got there, and he was like, I was going to say it smells real, when he, she's talking about the, the plant that she's sniffing. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, I was like, huh. So I was like, already on edge, like, what's going on here? And then when they uh, revealed... And when she said, oh, yeah, America, and she was like, you didn't tell me your name, did you? And he just looked at her like, no. I was like, oh, snap. Well, <laughs> um, going into it, I, I did rewatch WandaVision before I watched the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of WandaVision, she's she's Scarlet Witch. Yeah. And so when he got there, I was like, are they just going to kind of like, oh, no, that's part of something else we're doing in the future right. and kind of thing. And I was like, eh. So when she said her name, I was like, yes. Yes, Kevin Feige knows what he's doing. Oh my gosh, yep. <laughs> so amazing! It it was, it was really incredible because that type of character, right away, knowing that she's going to be the villain, it just ups the stakes because it's like, oh, she's that powerful, which we saw in the Avengers movies, you know, uh, and obviously, and in uh, WandaVision, mm-hmm. she could just take over this entire town and. And I like that Strange was kind of like, hey, you did the right thing in the end. I'm here. You know, I just need your help. And then it was like, oh, like, I actually need help from, you know, not from you, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, something that I definitely want to get into is, um, and definite spoilers here, so anyone listening, it's time for you to go home. <laughs> um, 
the Illuminati. What are your thoughts? I was, I mean, I I knew from the one trailer that Professor X was going to be there, that it was going to be Patrick Stewart. I did see that one, and I was very upset with Marvel when <laughs> I did see that one, because I think going into it and seeing Patrick Stewart doing that, which he hasn't done in years. The last like, one was Logan, I think. Yeah, yeah. and which was amazing, but yeah. like I wish I wish I could have seen that in the theater for the first time. So I think you and I are learning to <laughs> not watch any more trailers anymore. I, I kind of thought that too, and I was I was really blown away actually by the, um, um, you know, by the reveals, you know, because there there were rumors of, of all the rumors I heard. The one I subscribed to the most was that Tom Cruise was going to be a version of Tony Stark, because I've ne- see I did. I've never heard that. Yeah, well, because it goes back to, like, I guess in, like, 2003 or four, Cruz was going to star and produce an Iron Man movie, and when the movie never got off the ground, he he just, like, was like, I, I don't care anymore. I, I've got other things I want to do, you know, like 14 more Mission Impossible movies, <laughs> um, <laughs> which, oh gosh. which apparently is what we need, um, what the world's missing now. But, yeah, he... Um, so I was like, oh, well, that you know, that's kind of an interesting rumor. And, and the shots of Captain Marvel from the trailer, everybody kind of was like, oh, that's him, that's him. And then, like, on closer inspection, it's like, oh, that looks like a black woman, so I don't think that's Tom Cruise. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I think – well, first of all, thank you for letting be Robert Downey Jr., whoever did choose that. Yeah. Um, I could not see it any other way. Tom Cruise can stick to Top Gun and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I'm – after watching the second trailer and seeing how much they truly did show with Peggy Carter, I was so upset for everyone. Um, as I told you before, in my theater, I was the only one clapping when she showed up. I, I I was so excited, and I was like, I was like, what if was so good? And her episode was absolutely my favorite. The way yep. they executed it was amazing. She's amazing, and I'm literally. <laughs> and everyone else is just looking at me, and I'm like, what? And then they told me it was in the trailer, and I was like, oh, they're they're missing these huge points. Like, in the past, JJ and I have gone to pretty much every Marvel movie yeah. together for the past almost 10 years, pretty close. And yeah. um, we've been so lucky with every crowd we've ever had, and it's been so into it. But this one, I was so disappointed. But yeah. I think I think that's a Marvel flaw right there. It, it you know, it was just – it was such a bummer not having this like energetic crowd because it it does make you like it it, it just it, there's no experience like it really you mm-hmm. know I'll never forget Cap lifting Mjolnir it was like the entire crowd just lost I'm it. pretty sure I was like crying and screaming at the same time and my voice was gone it was amazing and that's and every time I go into one of these movies specifically Doctor Strange like you said you've been waiting for this movie for a while but mm-hmm. once we were introduced to WandaVision and we're like oh, this is how dark this can get. And then when they announced that Sam Raimi was going to do this huge movie, we're mm-hmm. like, okay, we're ready for this movie. And commenting on that, they still kept it pretty dark. It, when it, they were talking about, oh, you know what, we're not going to make it as R-rated as we thought, there were some parts um, that were very, very, very hard to watch, and I was like, oh, but still cool. It's you know? uh, specifically the when the Illuminati are murdered. I, I I was genuinely upset. I was like It was I, tough. I was like, this is graphic and and I was a little bummed out because I was like, Oh well th- you know, they're not gonna die. They're not gonna die. Oh, she killed them. She killed you know, she killed she killed Mr. Fantastic, she killed Black Bolt, she killed, you know, uh 
Agent Carter, which I was not expecting, or, or, or excuse me, Captain Carter. I was like, oh, I was like, I mean, they're not gonna kill her, right? You know, because she's she's come back, and nope, nope, they're all dead. Right when, uh, right when Doctor Strange in America, uh, walked into the portal like to try and get out, of, like the water tunnel. Yeah. Um, and Wanda was the only one with them. I knew I was like, either Captain Marvel is gonna kick her butt. Or she's just going to destroy them. And so right off the bat when uh, she killed, um, what is his name? Mr. Fantastic? No. Oh, Black Thor. Yeah, right. The way that she killed him, I I had to like, I thought I was going to throw up. I thought I was, it was very it was rough. shocking to me. And I yeah. was like, oh my God, this is no joke of a movie. And then obviously, one of our favorite parts of the entire movie, John Krasinski. Yep. Shout out to you, sir. You are a beautiful man. <laughs> I So you said you... You you didn't know he was. I in. did know. You did know. It okay. was about a week before the movie, and I happened to be scrolling on Twitter, and I don't follow anything Marvel just for this specific purpose. Sure. And um, it was a you may like this page, and it was like spoiler, and it was literally him standing there, and it was a grainy picture, so I knew it was a picture of a screen, so I knew it was real, and um, I wanted to end my phone contact that day. So <laughs> yeah, I was really disappointed, but still seeing like him pop up that was the only part in my theater that everyone just started screaming and then when he died you would have thought everyone's like little brother died like everyone was like <gasps> it was this is crazy it was rough and and i remember thinking i was like well if it's the illuminati so i know that that group from the comics because right. iron man professor x mr fantastic um dr strange and black bolt so I was like, okay, so he's going to be in this version. And I thought that um, – I think I'm saying this right. Jan Gruffold, I think that's how you say his name. Yeah. From the original Fantastic Four movie. Yeah. yeah. So I thought he was going to come back. So I was that like, would have been crazy. Well, if they, if they got Patrick Stewart, then they're going to get him, right? And when it was Krasinski, I, I literally jumped out of my seat. <laughs> I, I had no idea he was in the movie. That And the funny thing about that is I was li listening to the Office Ladies podcast – that's funny. And they were talking about an episode he directed, and he, like, you know, called into the show and was talking to them. And I was like, I was like, oh, that's, I was like, anything, you know, it was this weird, like, serendipitous moment <laughs> where it's like suddenly I'm, like, seeing John Krasinski after I just heard him on a podcast. That's amazing. Um, um, and I love, huge shout out to the old Fantastic Four movies because I kind of grew up with those. Mm -hmm. Those are before Iron Man and everything. So we, yep. I was, like, totally into those, and I love them so much. But so seeing after whatever 2015 movie that was, seeing <laughs> John Krasinski do that, he looked so powerful. Like, he yep. didn't even, it didn't even showcase a lot of his powers either. Like, he stretched a little bit, but I was like, this could be huge. This could be amazing, but he is in this universe. He's in another one. So hopefully I, they do that. I wondered about that. I was like, I wonder if it's, if this is just a one-off, like, that he's doing for the fans, maybe to get everybody to shut up about him being <laughs> Mr. Fantastic <laughs> at some point. Or if this is like a tease of what's to come, because there was something about him when he showed up that I felt like, oh, this is a Reed Richards that's been around. You know, yeah, it, it helped that he had he, the beard. And I love that he was he was scruffy, like he was like I've done a lot of stuff. This is like I have a family, I have this. Like it wasn't like a clean cut right. OG Reed Richards. And I was like, they could definitely do something with that, but we probably won't know for like fifteen years. So <laughs> <laughs> well, the director was supposed to be John Watts. Who was um, yeah? Who did the Spider-Man movies? Right. Uh, and I guess he departed it mm -hmm. for whatever reason. I've heard he's going. He's gonna do the next Spider-Man. I don't know if that's true or not. But 
Yeah, we'll see about the Spider-Man. I don't see <laughs> I don't see Tom Holland getting back into that anytime soon. He has a lot going on. Not not for a while, which is probably for the best to let that kind of let that ride for a little bit. But um, one thing I wanted to talk to you about with this movie, like the the Illuminati reveal, is really great. Um, but I gotta say that I was genuinely surprised how scary the movie was. It was. Yeah. Um, another part going off of that into the trailer, it showed. Um, it showed zombie Doctor Strange. Yeah. And I would have been so mad if I saw that because that's a huge, like, what if homage, like, the zombie episode. And yep. I loved that one. And when he showed up and his cap looked like Two-Face, like his whole mouth was showing. And yeah. And I was watching, I was like, oh, my God. And then when he got pushed off and landed on the spikes of the fence, I was like, oh, my God. This yeah. is horrible. I, I did not think that was the end of that Strange. So I was surprised that he either stayed dead or whatever happened to him um but yeah i, I uh like right at the beginning at, at Comartage when they try and trap uh scarlet witch and sh- and they're like it's the reflections you know she's coming through the reflections that and part did scare me i was like i was like this is horrifying <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, amazing i also i really love that part of the movie when they all teamed up and then when she finally got through and got into someone's head it was one after another i was like you know she could literally just blow the earth up yeah. like 100 percent. it's really crazy but something i did want to mention is um before i watched this movie i reread house of m mm-hmm. and there was a lot of it in this movie not straight to the point but yeah. specifically a part that i was looking at is she when she goes against the x-men basically and she's like no more mutants yeah because she's a mutant and so right. obviously mutants like i want to be the only one there's so much room for that. There is so much room. Once Patrick Stewart came out, I was like, oh, there's no way. Like, she's going to go after all of us. So I was expecting half of the X-Men to show up in the yeah. end. So I was like, that kind of stinks. But I, I, it leaves room, though. I had heard a rumor that Wolverine was going to be in the movie, which I'm I'm a little surprised didn't happen. Because I figured, like... Would it have been Hugh Jackman? I don't think so. Like, because I, I heard something about that Marvel is looking for a new Wolverine, which, I mean, obviously, they, they but it, to me, it's like, well, you have the X-Men all scattered everywhere, or excuse me, the Avengers all scattered everywhere. Um, like, bring in the X-Men, you know, start start building the, that franchise back up. Well, we thought, remember, when we saw Endgame, we were ready for all of the X-Men to show up. Yeah. Because that's just, that was like a huge rumor at the time, and we were like, Deadpool's going to show up, and then the other two, and we're like, what is Deadpool going to do at this point? Right. But, um. I just thought it was – when I saw Patrick Stewart, I was like – I was just blown away. He is timeless, and I think he's going to be playing him. But so much room for them to come, and they didn't. Loki, I thought, was going to show up because that would have fit Peter's storyline perfectly. But right. he'll come back at the end, so. Yeah, Loki not being in it and uh, Kang not being in it was a little bit of a yeah. surprise. Yeah, um, but, uh But I really – I don't know much about the character other than her name, really, America uh, Chavez or Chavez, however you say that. Um, she um, – but I was really impressed with the character, like the actor, uh, Zutal Gomez. Again, a terrible with names, but she was fantastic in the role. She was so good. Um, and and I just, I was sort of hoping, but I guess since this obviously isn't going to tell the story, I was sort of hoping she'd find her parents at the end. I thought they were going to do that too, but again, I think if they did that, it wouldn't have been the story that Sam Raimi was trying to do. Right. It would have been, oh, Christy, we get a happy ending. Like, that's not how – I did not think. And then when uh, Christine was still with Doctor Strange and Snap, 
in our community and really have an impact like that except yeah. for and then Wanda got squished. Yeah. So there's nothing there's nothing happy about that. And especially I think the saddest part of the whole movie in WandaVision, I was so upset when the kids were they faded away. Yeah. I it was so hard to watch. It reminded me of like her family and it just I couldn't imagine being in her spot. So watching it again, I was just like, No, they'll be okay. I was I was crying in the theater. Yeah. I was like, Oh my god, that was so sad and she basically just had to realize that this Wanda from this universe basically just ruined her life because say if she did live, they would put her in a cell just like they did before Ultron. Right. So it's like nothing happy came out of this movie to be quite honest, except for a couple things with America. Yeah, it was it was really dark. Um and and kind of surprising, I think, because you know, it, it's like I can't even think of these movies as like, oh, this is Doctor Strange two, as much as it's just the next Marvel I- adventure or whatever. I get that. Which you know is, uh, I and I don't mean that as a knock, um, but no, because it's a, it's basically a story that is never ending. Yeah, because there's always something else going on, which I think is really compelling. Well, like the the doctor that sat next to Strange at the beginning in the wedding. I was uh, for a second. I was like, "Who the hell is this guy?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, that's right. He was in the first movie." Um, and you know, I just love the way he said it too. He's like, "It's like, uh, oh, I was dusted for five years. So what about you?" It's like, "Well, me too. Lost my cats I and my brother." <laughs> I, I I genuinely like kind of laughed at the cat thing, but I was like, "Wait, I'm actually really sad." But like, <laughs> like he's at a wedding. What is he saying that for? Yeah. I love that you said he lost his cats and then his brother. Like, yeah. he knows his priorities. Us. So. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Um, something that you and I spoke about before is I completely forgot that Danny Elfman was in Scorpion 2. Mm-hmm. There is a specific part in this movie where they fight with Mjolnir. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's Danny Elfman. I literally, I could tell. And it was so different. And I was like, this is magic. This yeah. is, like, true form. Doctor Strange picks up a lot of stuff throws and stuff but this was like the most magical thing i've ever seen him i thought it was amazingly done yeah it was Danny Elfman. well that's why like the first movie i was a little disappointed the first time i saw it because really the only magic that they use is to create portals yeah. or some weapons and stuff exactly. and i was like i was like yeah but like i want to see him do cooler stuff yeah um and then like in the in thor he keeps like changing the scenery you know, and Thor keeps spilling his beer everywhere. Yeah. So I was like, okay, that's that's a cool, strange thing. I mm-hmm. like that. And then uh, in Infinity War, he did like all sorts of cool stuff when they were fighting Thanos. And I was like, oh, this is the this is the one I was waiting for. And when we got to this one, I was like, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> this movie was ten times more magical than I could have realized ever. And then even in the beginning of the wedding, he fills up her wine with yeah. his hand. So yep. I'm like, there's so much more that he can do that like Marvel probably hasn't even like invested in us yet. Yep. But I think overall, I really look at this movie as ten out of ten to the point where like I would probably watch it all the time. It's just really a sad story. The whole movie is. It's it, a very dark story. It is, uh, and and it kind of closes out Wanda's story. I think you know, and I sort of you know as much as I would like to see Elizabeth Olsen again, but you know who wouldn't, right? But. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I, I was sort of at the end. I was like, I think this should be the end for her. Like, I, I sort of hope they don't bring her back. Um, well, like I said before, I think. Well, she has. I believe she signed on for more things. But what they're gonna do is they didn't give her a happy ending in this movie. Yeah. They gave the other Wanda a happy ending. Yeah. Which means. If well, I mean, again, I'm just assuming. Or, um, so say they go to the next movie. 
they knew Wanda's help. Wanda's the only one who can fix this, so they go to that other universe to yeah. get her help. So are we just going back and like pretending like this movie kind of didn't happen? You know, I like there's there's kind of like a line. I wonder where they're gonna go mm -hmm. for it because she, the one in the other universe, does not seem violent at all. Like she, no, she was content to just be a mother. Yeah, mm -hmm. and then but she did use her powers to go back up. So yeah, she she is aware of the other Wanda, but right. I don't. I think I would be content as well if they just kind of cut her story off. Yeah. One, one thing that did not happen in the movie that I was very happy with, I really thought that Wong was going to die. Um, it, it sort of, the tra no, the trailers kind of implied it, but also just by virtue of, like, well, Doctor Strange is the Sorcerer Supreme in the comic book, so Wong's got to die. Um, and I'm really glad they did not do that, because that... I don't think I would have been ready for that one. Yeah. I think, but I think that would have taken away from what they were trying to do. Like, yeah. yes, a lot of people, like, did get hurt, but, like, they were focused singing to her i i was crying in the theater i was like we know how this is gonna go it's yeah. kind of sad and i think they did such a great job and it was truly frightening when they when she scared them like you could see in her eyes that she's like oh i'm okay i'm not your mother it was oh it was so sad it what the what the movie did really well in that moment was um ha you know some, uh, something i think that some of these movies miss is um it, you know the the stakes are obviously gigantic because you know it's the end of you know it's it's going to be the end of the world if the villain succeeds, but but sh but letting the audience forget that and just live with those people for just a few minutes, it it makes the st it changes the s the stakes, and it makes me as the viewer go, oh this is how the villain's defeated this time, um, sort of the same way I felt uh, during Ghostbusters Afterlife was like. It's it's like the end of the world, like the Dozer's back. But I'm just, but I'm not thinking about that. I'm thinking about this family that's stuck in the middle of it, trying to s trying to stop it. Mm -hmm. um, and I thought that with this movie, I was like, this. Th th if it had ended with just a big strange Wanda fight, like WandaVision ended, but them flying around in the sky, yeah. you know, and no offense to WandaVision, because that was fine for that show. But I if this show had, if this movie had done the same thing, it, it just wouldn't have been the same. Like having her have to. You know, she had to kind of have that break. Like, Strange couldn't stop her. America couldn't stop her. So the only one that can stop her is the other Wanda, essentially. <laughs> That's true. And I really thought All White Vision was going to show up in the end. Yeah. I really thought if he showed up, he could almost talk her out of it. But we both know that I think she would have been like, no, you're not real. You're yeah. gone. And then she would have been like, okay, fine. Again, I really like the effects of him being Oh, the new Spider-Man's coming out. 
Oh my god, and, and it's been one of the best movies ever, so I was yeah. like, you know what, this this created an entire other set of movies that was about to happen. So that's why watching it back on screen, I'm like, let's do this, let's create an entire Asian movie scene, because I'll probably be over 30 and never seen once everything else comes out, because <laughs> I started, when I watched Iron Man, I was in grade school. Oh so, yeah. Yeah, so I think wow. it's really cool, and, and I'm really excited to be able to connect, but I'm really waiting for Mr. Liu to show up, and hopefully he has a little bit of a a cameo in Thor. Yeah. Because that would only make sense. I I wondered about that. I'm like I wonder if this is going to be the first Thor movie without Loki cuz he's only he's not in Avengers 2 in the Age of Ultron, but that was I guess just because they well he was he was supposed to be in it but they cut his scene out. Okay. Um like he was supposed to be in Thor's Vision uh oh. instead of seeing Heimdall, he was supposed to see Loki. Oh. Again, that was a long time ago, and we have to take it how it was. And yeah, I, I I did expect Loki to show up, um, because I it, or at least you know some sort of Loki because yeah. it was all about like the multiverse and yeah, that's how it that was show right ended. down his alley. That yeah. was literally the entire context of his show was swapping between the Thor time and I was I'm really excited for Thor too if he does show up to be like oh your Loki is dead but I'm here and I can. I think about that every now and then where I was like, I don't, I was like, how's this movie going to work? Because I really thought, I was like, if this is just jumping from universe to universe and, oh, you're this universe is Captain America, you're this universe is Thor, I'm going to be like, oh, this is stupid. Like, because I did expect the the Illuminati to just be like, I, I, I kind of expected it to be a bigger part of the movie and, which I'm glad it wasn't. I, as, you know, when people complain about like fan service, I'm like, okay, but like, we got freaking John Krasinski as as you know as Mr. Fantastic you know uh, Patrick Stewart came back like you know so some of this fan service doesn't bother me because I thought that they handled the um the, those that story well enough where it's like oh well they have history with a Doctor Strange and and once their story was over we could continue with our Doctor Strange and his story so I thought okay like this this served its purpose and was awesome, but now we can move on from it. Right. It it was still Doctor Strange's movie and story, so I'm yeah. glad that he didn't get overshadowed. And I I going back to that is that's kind of how they see these movies. Like in every movie they're like, Oh, like like I said, Oh, is Loki gonna show up? Are we gonna do this? Yeah. No. They are doing what they need to for this movie and then moving on. Even though in the back of my mind, all of the Avengers movies, it's all happening in the same universe. Like, all this stuff is happening. Can you tell me that all these other people wouldn't come and meet you? Yeah. It's kind of strange, but I think we've just been so lucky with all of the big cast movies that we've had in the past. Yeah. So, yeah. Plus, I think we get – it helps to have actors that, that I feel like aren't uh, – like, you know, my, my friend Nico and I, you know, shout out to Nico. Uh, we were talking. We were talking about um, – you know, because I, I said that I was I was surprised about Tom Cruise not being in the movie. He said I was too. That was the one I was wrong about, because he said he did know that Krasinski was going to be in it. Um, and I was like, and he was like, yeah, but I don't think he'd do it unless he knew there was going to be a sequel or something bigger. Like, he, why is he going to show up for a five minute cameo just to be killed off? Right. Whereas I feel like John Krasinski, if he never showed 
you know, coming back and having a fantastic four movie or whatever, he, he could at least be like, no, this is a cool thing. I'm going to do for the fans. And, and same with, you know, Patrick Stewart. Cause yeah. neither one of them are hurting for money, you know, but, right. <laughs> but I feel like Tom Cruise would probably demand a, a higher paycheck. That's true. And he'd be like, well, I'm here for whatever you guys are doing. Right. Kind of thing. He has, he has a lot of other things going on in his life. So I think that, yeah. I think he's big into Marvel, but going, dwelling on specific scenes like that, I think a good example would be when they went to Spider Man. Mm-hmm. When at the beginning, Tony Stark's dead, Iron Man's gone, they're both just like, we already cried for 10 days <laughs> about that when we watched Endgame. Yep. yep. Basically, in the whole beginning, it was like a whole thing of like, which it makes sense and everything, but it also was like, well, he's not going to pop in here, so we have to kind of like keep this going and right. see what else is going to happen, which is a very fun thing to talk about TV writing to me. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, that I think uh, again, like Doctor Strange fit into that movie. It did. And uh, and uh, like I, I thought a lot about it. Was like that movie is nothing short of like. Like, between Infinity War and Spider-Man No Way Home, and even Multiverse of Madness, it's like, whoever is figuring out how to juggle all this stuff and not make it confusing or off-putting yeah. is, you know, I, I, if it's Kevin Feige, then he's a genius, because this is... I'm sure he has creative control over pretty much... I mean, yeah. they're already planned out to, like, 2030. Something like that. the next couple movies, which yep. is crazy. Um, but without... Going back to what you started out with, um, Doctor Strange wasn't super known, and yep. Spider-Man being the last, the most recent Spider-Man being the most known, one of the best movies I've ever seen personally, and I think it was the same for a lot of people specifically our age, yeah, yeah. Um, it wouldn't have been there without Doctor Strange. He is literally the reason that we got that movie to begin with. Yeah. If Doctor Strange was never introduced, it would have literally just been a, oh, let's bring Rhino into this, let's do like random little fun yeah. things, but no, we got the biggest thing ever, and we have Doctor Strange to thank for that. And he wasn't even in it the whole time. He popped in when he was needed, and yeah. it was fine. Yep. It was it was just kind of like a comedic relief, but also the one of the best parts of the whole movie was him. So Yeah, I I loved his, uh, you know, his banter with Peter throughout the movie and everything, and, and it made me excited for his next movie, because I was yeah. like, I was like, oh, wow, it's been quite a while since we've had just a Doctor Strange movie, mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel like it because he's literally been in the past, like, five Marvel movies. Uh, uh, Doctor Strange, Benedict Cumberbatch mm. is the best Doctor Strange. I could really not pick for anyone else in that role. I think yeah. he, not only does he literally look like he walked out of the comic, yep. um, but obviously thank you, makeup artist, for that, but he... <laughs> He doesn't oversell his voice. He every single thing he did, he has like this. He looks into your eyes and you're like, oh, he means business. Yeah. I think he's perfect person for that role. Also, I always forget he's British. Yeah. He's <laughs> really good at his internationality. That I, I, I'm very impressed with his. Uh, I mean, not known for a while. He's a great actor. Like I remember seeing. Um, I only watched like the first couple episodes of Sherlock. Oh yeah, um, so good. Years and years ago, and I really enjoyed it. And, and not really thinking much of it. And when they announced him as Doctor Strange, and when they first showed pictures, I was like, oh my god, like, Marvel just, you know, how, how are they doing this? They're just making these actors, like, and not only that, but they're they're not afraid to cast actors that are 
a little bit older. Like Benedict Cumberbatch was in his late late thirties, early forties when they first cast him. Or <coughs> excuse me, um, uh, cast him. And I'm just thinking, that's so like, cool. it's wild because that's not the thought process that went into making like, you know, some of the other movies like years and years and years ago. Like when they made the first Fantastic Four, they're like, okay, like who's young and hip mm-hmm. that can carry this franchise for you know three or four movies. Yeah. Um, which is why, you know, like, Chris Evans and Jessica Alba were in the original Fantastic Four, of right. course. Um, and, I, and I like that now it's just like, well, whoever's the best for the job. Fantastic. Yeah. I have yet to see a Marvel film that is counted for me. Yeah. And now, kids our age and people above us are like, oh, Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow. Yep. Like, Tony, Robert Downey Jr. will be Iron Man 2 probably every once in the rest of our lives. But <laughs> kids now our generation we get to watch kids that are three and four and they're like oh we're gonna start iron man and stuff like that so yeah i think if i was robert downey jr i would just that that's something i would hold like his heart forever and he does which is so cool yeah he signs stuff for kids all the time i think it's really and it's something that i think is the most important part because obviously if it's if you're not right for the part or you don't act correctly marvel and disney you don't need to be in this movie you can find someone else and odds are it's gonna be so much better yeah so and in the cast that they get, you know, it's and but it's also great when they can recognize like it's like okay, let's not worry about getting a new Professor X. We can at least have Patrick Stewart as a quick cameo, which is so cool. He did that. Yeah. I could not believe it when I saw his cute little face <laughs> in that chair. It was amazing. Well, he's and the, uh, the best part about it was it was the X Men animated uh, song yes. that introduced. I do him. think I am the only one in my theater that knew because I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, and, and everyone's like, what? <laughs> Well, he shows up, and what I loved about it was um, he, um, like, he's, so he's got the yellow, like, hover yes. chair, and he's got the green suit, just yes. like, I w- so it's like, is he from that universe, or is this just an homage, or like what? Like, right you know? when he came out, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. I was like, do you know? No? Cool. <laughs> I was really excited. That, that's why I was I was happy with, with just him in the movie, because as cool as it would have been if they had had... Wolverine or Storm or just whoever like you else. said earlier, what if MJ's came back and yeah. like what if he could have come up with Strange as well? Yeah, his, I mean, I thought that they did Strange's story really well, where like they keep asking him like, "Are you happy? Are you happy?" And he just, and at first he's like, "Yeah, I'm happy." And it really isn't until the end of the movie that he sort of embraces like, "Okay, I don't need to be this version of Strange anymore. I can just be Doctor Strange, and that's enough." Um, and and I and I loved that about the movie that. First of all, they gave Rachel McAdams, like, something to do because <laughs> she that didn't get to true. do a lot in the first movie. That is movie. true. And I think when – in What If, when she literally died in every scene of the first, yeah, I yeah. – when she – when in my head, the possibility of her going back on the Doctor Strange, I was like, oh, she's going to die in a car accident. Oh, like, yeah. Like, that's really all I could think about. And I was like, I'm really happy they didn't sugarcoat that and just sort of say, like, oh, her scene specifically, she was such a badass. Yeah. She was so cool. She was head in charge. She was like, I created this, I created this, and I thought that was really cool. And then um, something we haven't spoken about yet is their guards were stated that all time could be interpreted as stop or yeah, something yeah. like that. And the whole crowd was like, mm. like, is he about to show up? And I was like, is he about to look for the real guard? Like, that would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, well, you know, but Which I don't. no hate. I love Age of Ultron. So do I, actually. But there was no, but it wasn't, I don't think it was James Spader's voice, though. Which makes sense because he didn't really talk a lot um, 
I think it was just kind of like a robotic like yeah. vest, but it was so cool. It was it like a little thing that just to add on to that theme. Yeah, yeah, and and I like that. I think they kind of subverted all our expectations with Mordo because I fully expected him to be either the main villain or in league with the main villain. I thought he was hot for the um, two other multiverses. Yeah. Like Yeah, when but when they showed him and it was just like and Stranger's like, Oh, you know, he used to be my teacher and then he became my my enemy, he tried to kill me and I was like, Here we go and then he's like, Brother and he hugs him, I was just like, Oh okay. Also I think his hair just made him ten times cooler in this one than it, the first one. It really did it really added on to the whole character of Lex Luthor. It it really did because when I was rewatching the first one, you know, knowing what he looks like in the second one, I was yeah, just like he just kinda looks like an I was like, yeah, with just a buzz a, cut. Just a guy, you know, <laughs> or as opposed to this one, he, like, he looked like, again, like Vasily Bakshinsky, like he'd been through something. Um, and, and I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed feeling like, you know, even though there's characters here that I've either never seen before, technically, like Reed Richards or, um, you know, their, their version of Captain Mar- uh, Marvel or um, haven't seen in a while, like Mordo, it's like I still feel like they're getting history with them. They they feel like they've been through something, and uh, I liked the flashback scene too. Yeah, with Thanos, that was cool. Um, and they just did it really well. I thought that was just so well done. I really am sad for everyone that watched that second trailer because I'm telling you, when Peggy Carter was sitting there, I was like, she looks great. The shield is cool. This yeah. is amazing. She looked right out of What If, and uh, walked right out of it with something amazing. Yeah, and well, that's actually that is what I thought though going in that that the Illuminati, because I knew she was going to be in it, which I was bummed that that got spoiled for me. Mm-hmm. But I was like, well, maybe it'll be like the, the people at the end of What If? And they'll be, like, they'll be like the evil Strange and the, you know, the party Thor and whatever. Because <laughs> um, I rewatched some of it when I, you know, filmed, you know, left the theater. I was mm-hmm. like, well, now I re- want to rewatch that Strange episode. And, of course, like the, you know, the last couple, which are really awesome with, you know, the Watcher versus... Oh yeah, Ultimate Ultron or whatever, <laughs> Infinity Ultron. Mm-hmm. But I was I was really pleasantly surprised with the movie, feeling like like I figured I'd I'd like it, you know. But it's like I walked out of there feeling like okay, I feel like I watched a Doctor Strange movie, which I was worried that I wasn't going to. I was gonna mm-hmm. walk out of there going, well, I saw every single cameo in the world. So I'm glad that 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 was kept to a minimum. Yeah, but um, my thoughts going out of it, I did I did state earlier that it. 10 out of 10. I enjoyed, I basically had, like, I was interested the whole time. There wasn't any, like, awkward moments where, like, you didn't care. Yep. Um, walking out, I was like, oh, that was a filler movie. There's gonna be something totally else coming, I think. And, because yeah. it didn't end for me, in my opinion. Like, it yeah. kind of was like, oh, we smushed her. She smu- smushed herself. Yeah. So, now we're just gonna kind of go back and, like, figure our own lives out kind of thing and keep training and stuff. So, I'm like, oh, Okay, so then when it goes to the end, when he gets the third eye, I'm like, okay. Yeah, it, I, I thought it was such a weird cho- – I, I, that's my biggest complaint with the movie is that it was such a weird choice to end it with the third eye popping up and then to do a mid credit scene that's it, – it's like, is this later in the day? Is this the next day? Like, well, what I'm is saying, this? like, did he overcome his fear of what just happened? Yeah. Like, I was like, wait, what? And yeah. then Charlize Theron pops up. I was – Okay, that's badass. Does he have the third eye? Like I was like, <laughs> I, what? Well, I didn't know. I didn't know she was in the movie. Me either. So I was very surprised to see her. So, 
the character Clea is from the comics. Yes. Um, which I, I don't really know a whole lot about her, but I heard that she's she's been the Sorcerer Supreme yeah. before and I guess was married to Strange at one point. Because Christine Palmer and Strange in the comics have never been – don't have a relationship. Right. Because um, that was invented for the first movie, which is, you know, whatever. Doctor Strange is one of those because he was so not as well known as like Spider-Man or whatever or even Iron Man to an extent they could get away with doing something different with his origin Mm -hmm. that most fans would know like if they did that with like Batman it'd be like a completely different situation yeah I Uh, get it but um, but yeah so and she shows up at the end and then you know she just like cuts the hole through reality and Mm -hmm. his third eye opens he's like let's go I was just like I was like, are we not going to talk about the fact that you have a third eye, sir? And I was like, um, why wasn't this the actual ending <laughs> as opposed to... That was... Yeah, the ending was... It was different. It was abrupt. And then for Bruce Campbell in the end, I was like, okay. <laughs> I, I don't... I, I didn't mind it ending that way because it did make me think it was like like a Ferris Bueller homage or, you know, like... Yeah. Deadpool... The first Deadpool ends that way. Yeah. With him... I, in the I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, where, yeah. where he comes out in the in the, the same robe. Yeah. yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> but, uh... I, but I thought about that. I was like, that was a funny way to end it, at least. You know, because still my favorite post credit scene of any Marvel movie is the Captain America one at the end of Spider-Man Homecoming. Because I remember it was... It was rumored. It was like... There's a scene, Captain America's in it, oh my god, and I'm like, Chris Evans, <laughs> So then I'm up in the theater, and we're, like, sitting there, and I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, like, is this about to introduce, like, what's about to happen next? Mm-hmm. Then he sits down with the chair backwards, and I was like, oh my god. And then I think I, like, started walking away, but then sat back down and watched it. I, I just, I, I laugh every time I think about it, just, just the way he looks off camera. How many more of these? It's just so damn funny to me. Um, but I, I mean, I was very... I mean, the movie, you, you, I, I don't know. It, it, there's not much else I can say other than I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. And it, I'm, I'm glad at how surprising it was. Because I, I, I feel like sometimes when you watch the trailers, you can feel like you, you, you know where it's going to go or how it's going to happen. Uh, so when it was like zombie Doctor Strange was our Doctor Strange dreamwalking, I was like, Oh, well, that's way better than what I thought. I thought they were just going to go into the zombie universe. Well, that's what I thought because when I saw – when I first saw the zombie show up, I was like, is zombie Abaddon show up? Like, are they going to do it? And I was like, eh, I think it would be too much almost. But um, Illuminati was definitely one of the coolest parts of the movie. I've seen it one time. But um, I thought Captain Marvel was going to blow her up. Yeah. She definitely could have, honestly. But whatever Marvel wants to do (laughs) is on them. Yeah. It, uh, you know, one of the the beauties of a movie like this, especially when they have the other cameos, it's like, well, now I kind of want to watch X-Men again. You know, now I kind of want to – Oh, yeah. I want to rewatch What If. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I want to – I've never actually uh, – I've seen the Inhumans TV show, but that was the same actor, Anson Mount. Yeah. Um, I heard the Inhumans TV show was terrible. <laughs> I did hear that as well, but I recognized him because I, like, read about it. Yeah. Well, it's like, cause, but, uh, you know, when I think of him now, I'm like, oh, well, he's Captain Pike in the <laughs> in the Star Trek show. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but when, I, you know, when they showed him, I was like, is that him? Like, it's like, it's hard to tell a little bit because of the mask. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure that's him. Um, something that we have not spoken about yet was the costumes in this movie. Yeah. I think 
Um, Wanda's, obviously, we saw that in WandaVision. Yep. It looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, I love whoever did that. I hate the look of their names, but <laughs> whoever did that depiction of the comics, it is so well done. Doctor Strange, the cape, um, the cape moved great. Amazing. Yeah. It never, like, when it goes to space, people and stuff, like, it is such a, it's its own character. Yeah. Um, Reed Richards, the suit was awesome. Yeah. It wasn't super blue like the comics or right, even right. the old ones, which I love. No hate, but um, it looked like, like scratchy. Like it was black on it, and it was like it was like more mature looking, which yeah. that makes me so excited because if they truly do this fantastic beast, it is gonna look real. Like it's gonna be so good. Yeah. And Dr. Pinsky is an A-list actor, so that means the rest of the cast is also going to be fantastic. Well, now. Ah, there it is. <laughs> well, there's, you know, there's, you know, since John Watts is the director, and a lot of people want Krasinski to, to take over as director, and obviously he's proved, you know, more than once that he's a great director too. So I'd be down for that. I'd be down for him and Emily Blunt to do Fantastic Four, or you know, whatever. Because um, if, if the last thing I ever see of John Krasinski as, fan- as Mr. Fantastic is him being turned into, you know. Swiss cheese or string cheese, like that'd be it very was. Upsetting. It was he was shredded. It was literally gruesome. It was gross, but I think Emily Blunt would be really great because she she gives off a very I'm pushing myself sassy essence in a yep. literally sea storm. Yeah. Um, but Peggy's costume in real life, oh, perfect. it was literally perfect. It was so good. I loved it. Everything was just so right. I loved that America's costume was. Well, it looked exactly like the comics. Yeah. It literally, like, it, he walked right out of it. It was just so good. A-plus costume for him. I, really was. And, you know, and then something like, you know, the the green, like, scimitar guy that was in Carmitage. I like that it's just there. We don't need an explanation. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, he's just one of the sorcerers at Carmitage. Yeah. Oh. So it's fine. Oh. Um, um I like, uh, going back to costumes, I love the all-black Doctor Strange. Yep. In that scene. I thought it was so cool. And I like how, like, hair was done different and like it was so unique mm-hmm. the attention to detail in this movie was great and specifically for the computer graphics yeah oh my gosh i seriously felt motion sick when i was watching them go through different universes yeah um i was like oh my god that was so cool but uh, I, can't. I i was trying to pay attention to see if we'd see any easter eggs and maybe i have to see it again but i'd have like, to watch it again but i love that you know he was like in the one universe were we pink <laughs> i was just and like, like yeah it's hard to eat there <laughs> It was so cool, though. It was so different. I thought it was going to be, like, they're going to go and they're going to see someone in the background. Like, they're going to pop in and see, like, Andy yeah. Butt, like, kind of thing. Right. Um, but, yeah, that was pretty cool. There, w- there were a lot of rumors that Tobey Maguire might be in it because Sam Raimi was directing. And I- I'm kind of glad he wasn't because I feel like... No, that's too much. I yeah. think what we saw in Spider-Man was one of the best things I've seen in a million years. So, yeah. I think that was great. And I don't I don't see Tobey... Obviously, I don't know him, but I don't... <laughs> Him is like an actor with everything we've seen him do, and like what he did for us. I think all of us in this movie yeah. like was crazy. I don't see him like, well, I want to do it again because I think it would take away the charm of what he did right. in like previous movies. Right. So. No, I, I I could see that. Yeah. Um, I just you know I mean Sam Raimi coming in and it's interesting because I really miss Scott Derrickson for with the first one, and when they were like, oh, there's creative differences, you know, because he's like kind of the the catch-all reason. You know, we don't need to explain it. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, I was I was thinking like, yeah, but like it was his version scarier than what Sam Raimi was coming up with because yeah. what Sam Raimi did was there's some pretty 
like you know it really pushed the PG thirteen a bit. I think there were a lot of I watched a lot of um, videos on it after, and a lot of people were saying, "Hey, if you have little kids, I just want to let you know this could have possibly been rated R, to be honest, and yeah. stuff like that." And I was like, "Well, yeah, that was really kind of gruesome, to yeah. be honest." And Wanda did not hold back, which again, as like a horror lover as myself, mm-hmm. I I loved it so much, but. For a Marvel movie, I was like, oh, my God, that's crazy. Like, when we saw Loki get his neck snapped in Endgame, I thought that was harsh. I was like, yeah. I would have rather seen him get stabbed or something. Like, right. that was so scary. That was horrifying. Well, it, and the way she killed all the Illuminati, you know, was was pretty gruesome. What was – like, Captain Marvel was like, the thing fell on me. That was, like, the tamest of <laughs> all the murders. That's – again, that's literally – all I could think about is – you mean to tell me that Captain Marvel couldn't have stood up and just blew her up? Because she could have. <laughs> yeah. She basically could have been Thanos too, but we we're just don't talk about her anymore. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was that was a little turn. But John Krasinski. Yeah. That was fantastic. I I was so surprised he was in it. I'm so glad I didn't know. I'm so sad. It really <laughs> it truly could have been like I knew it was coming the whole time and I told my brother, who I went with, I said, I know something about this movie, and I'm really upset about it. And mm-hmm. so then I saw it, and I was like, you know what? Who cares? That was amazing. I think he's an amazing person I, overall. I, I did the same thing with Spider-Man No Way Home. I knew I knew at least Andrew and uh, Charlie Cox were in it. and I, I saw rumors of Charlie Cox, but yeah. it was never, ever confirmed. And obviously, you saw my reaction when Charlie Cox came on the screen. I literally screamed in the movie theater. I'm yeah. so happy that other people knew who he was, too. Yeah. Uh, well, it's funny because we talked about that before, I think, in our group chat with the rest of the family. Like, uh, that when Charlie Cox went to go see the movie. With like, his wife. Yeah. And his wife, for, like, I think she recorded him, and he was, like, waiting for people to clap, and not one person clapped. Yeah. And I remember our, obviously, my cousin Jesse that visited us, Gabriel's brother, he... I thought of him the whole time, and he basically told us, he's like, let's go find Charlie Cox and tell him how much I loved it. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But then billions of billions of people were like, Charlie, like, we love you. This is how my theater was. Like, you yep. are so loved, and he is a huge part of what needs to happen next. I think he could do some serious mojo. Yeah. I think it would be awesome, especially because Strange is, like, walking in New York and doing this stuff, and I'm like, there's so many opportunities for him to just literally walk by. So when Spider-Man showed up, I was like, Kevin, <laughs> I just need to give you a hug, sir. Yeah. And and that was another one where the, the cameo was just was good enough that he didn't need to be in the rest of the movie. Yeah. Um, Could have, but didn't need yeah. to be. But, and I think it, it – not that it would have ruined it, but it's like it would have taken from Peter's stuff. Yeah. Just like – Peterisms. It, yeah. <laughs> all the Peterisms. Yeah. But uh, – and, and same with this one where I was like – I, was, I I like that this is still Doctor Strange's movie. At no point did I feel like, you know, oh well, now the movie is all about you know, the Mister Fantastic and Professor X. Like, you know, we we got just enough of them. So whoever doesn't know about them, watching, which I would assume a lot of people wouldn't know who Mister Fantastic is, mm-hmm. they could, you know, they should. Yeah. But it's fine. But you know, there's you know, there's still like tons of comics and you know, there's cartoons and everything. Um, so the, but the older movies are loved. Like, they're, oh, yeah. they're on TV all the time, or it was on, like, PBS or something, yeah, yeah. or Fox, I think, and so they're still loved, and even Chris Evans praises those, and he's like, I wouldn't be who I am without them, and they're really great. Um, 
those well, the first two movies are really very true to the original 60s Stanley comics. Yeah. Uh, just with Mr. Fantastic say, I'm going to build a machine that's going to act like the storm in outer space. It's like, that's just wacky, nonsensical things that... <laughs> yeah, you mean I can walk into this and I'm not going to be like this anymore? That makes so much sense. Yeah. No, I love it. I think it's... My favorite thing is, obviously, with our generation, we grew up on cartoons. Mm-hmm. And obviously kids do that now, but cartoons is basic. There wasn't live action things when we were younger, except oh, yeah. for like big Batman movies that only came out every once in a while. Right. But um, these movies lately, it's cartoons. And it's I love it. Like, specifically, like I said earlier, with Danny Elfman's amazing score, yeah. watching the notes flying everywhere, I was like, oh my god, this is basically like a Tom and Jerry cartoon. This it is amazing. It kind of is, yeah. yeah. Um, that's an interesting way to put it. And, and I and I love that it, it totally works. Like, I'm not sitting there going... Fantastic, yeah. Uh, I'm not sitting there going, like, well, this is ridiculous. Like, with those characters, it makes perfect sense. You know, like you said, it, it gets to be so magical. Mm-hmm. And I'm so excited watching it, feeling like this is the stuff I was craving in the first movie. Yeah. And I had to kind of temper myself and go, okay, it's the first movie. He's still learning the ropes kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that when they get to the other movie, it's like, oh, he's like, he's the master. He's the Sorcerer Supreme, you know, the master of the mystic arts. Um, mm-hmm. And, and but I, I did really like that the that the bad Doctor Strange they met towards the end of the movie wasn't the same strange from What If. He was just kind of similar because uh, that strange was kind of cast as Garland instead of yeah yeah because because yeah. I was like well I feel like that would ruin that arc that that character had in that show if he was just evil again in this one but um, but also like the range Benedict has is yeah. fantastic like I didn't look at them and go oh that's literally him I just did it in my head like right. the way he acted them was completely different like the the bad Doctor Strange he had like this eyebrow thing like the way he looked at you whereas Doctor Strange is more like happy go yeah, kind of person. It was really cool. He looked a little bit like, I don't know, like he looked like th- an evil cartoon. Yeah, you like, know because like he had darker black hair and it was just so cool. Like a like a Christopher, uh, was it Christopher Lee or Vincent Price vampire yes. or something? Yes, or, that was perfect. That's uh, a perfect example. And the story about his sister was really really sad. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh man, like. But I'm telling you, like there were so many parts of this movie where I was like, oh my god, that was dark. Like I was expecting, like, like how do you, how are you, Doctor Strange? Like for the you know, our sister died. What? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Like, but the thing is, like, they're staying so true to the comics, and whoever is mm-hmm. writing these, Kevin Feige probably has a lot to do with it. But um, sure. they read comics, and I think that's something that's been very, very beneficial to read. Well, the main credited writer, Michael Waldron, I believe his name is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he was, I think, either one of the writers, the showrunner for Loki. So it's like so, so he had experience with that was know. my that was my favorite Disney Plus show that came out so that that makes a lot of sense. I, oh mine as as of now even including Live is Strange maybe not yet but uh, I'd go with WandaVision actually because mm-hmm. I thought that I, it, that show just it it immediately said to me well Marvel's doing different stuff now and that's cool. And in even with this movie I didn't feel the cuz Marvel was criticized for that being very formulaic and you know, the same kind of tropes keep happening over and over. But, like, with the past couple of movies, including Spider-Man and including this one, it's like, oh, you're actually letting the directors say this feels like a Sam Raimi horror movie. Mm-hmm. And it still feels like part of the Marvel Universe, but mm-hmm. it feels, you know, just so different. Like, if I were to watch the first Doctor Strange and this Doctor Strange, they're completely different movies in all the best ways. Yeah. 
but they're they're significantly getting not necessarily just more dark but almost more realistic yeah like i know that's kind of far-fetched to say about a movie that is as magical as this one but like the way that everyone around them perceives them like kind of how they do in man of steel oh that guy's crazy mm-hmm. he's scary i don't want to be near him like that's how they kind of look at dr strange sometimes and like yeah. they are kind of scared of who these people can be and then they made it like look at wanda look what wanda did in wandavision yep. like they made it they weren't like oh no she's a superhero we love her anyways like yeah. no they made her a villain and i thought it was done very well still love her very much but i i was different you know, when, when she was revealed to be the villain, I was nervous how the story was going to go. Like, is this going to be, like, she gets redeemed at the end? Is she just going to die? Yeah. I'm glad that there was a little bit of both of that. Like, she she kind of could heal from her trauma. And and uh, one of the, the, the nice touches with her was her, her fingertips being black. Yes. It looks so, like, just, it, it weirdly, like, I an- thought it was amazing. another scary element to it that, Oh, that's how far this corruption goes. That it's it just it's a part of her now. I uh, I did get chills when I when she first was like, "This is not." Um, I can't remember what she said. This is not this, but it's the throne. And when the oh, right. when the stones like kneeled to her, I was like, "Oh, this is horrible." Yep. I was like, "Someone better get up here and kick her butt right this minute because she's about to be straight fucked up." Yeah. Um. You know, it's it's funny because I love that they had the the nod to her original costume in WandaVision. Yes, that was that was kind of a, a cool yeah. thing. Um, but throughout this movie, I was just I was just like blown away. Like, I mean, Elizabeth Olsen just she stole every scene. You know, whether she's just and I never, but I also never felt like Wanda. I, I never felt like it was too much. Like it's like oh, like Wanda's going like well, yes, I felt yes, she went too far. Yes, she's doing terrible things. But it didn't feel out of place. You know, I wasn't going, well, I don't buy this for her. Like, yeah. from Endgame to, to um, WandaVision to now, I was I was like, yeah, I, I can buy where she'd be at this place right now. Well, I think it's, what we have to go back to and look at is, you first meet her in Ultron, well, at the end of uh, the other movie and then into Ultron. Mm-hmm. They have been setting her up for almost ten years. Because she causes all this havoc. She does all this. And then uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. is like, she needs to be locked up. She yeah. needs to be like this. And this is years before even Endgame. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. And um, they had it all the way up to the point where she's a villain now. Like, yeah. that's crazy. But something that I think a movie does that is an A-plus in my book is the whole time I felt bad for her. Yeah. There was always the part in the movie where I was like, she she thinks she has these children and these children that have been perceived as such great kids who have her and her brother's powers yeah. and a little bit of vision which hasn't been like showcased a lot yet but yeah. um it's just so sad and so every moment they're like you want her to stop but then you're also like what would you do yeah. you know as like i don't know that's crazy yeah it's it's it, it was really well done really well crafted um and I think, you know, the, the only thing missing in my head is I wish they had kind of paid off the Evan Peters cameo of it from WandaVision because that, that was a letdown. I, <laughs> I agree, but I also –
also when they were meeting the Illuminati and Patrick Stewart thing, I'm like, is Evan Peters about to come out as Quicksilver? Because yeah. that would be crazy. But then I was like, I think his Quicksilver is too comedic for what this movie is trying to True, be. True, yeah, yeah. Even though he was such a good cameo in WandaVision up until the end of the episode for whoever wrote that. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was strange, though. We have, we have rules here. We'll have rules here, so. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's, um, but, you know, the, the really surprising thing that the movie did was introduce Fantastic Four and the X-Men very s- subtly, in a way, into the into the regular Marvel Universe now, where, you know, it, it you know, I, I, they've been like, okay, they've had these characters for a while now, it's like, wh- we gotta do something and with these guys. And they've been rumored for, like, the past eight freaking Marvel movies, they're oh. like, oh, Infinity War, maybe Cyclops is gonna come out, maybe Jean Grey is gonna come out, yep. do something like that, nothing, and then, because there was still a huge Fox, Sony, Disney thing going on, because right, right. I don't think Disney even owned Fox at that point. I don't, I think they got It had to, to have been years later. I think it was at the end of 2019 they got it. Yeah, so that would have been, like, Endgame, yeah. after Endgame, so they, which is crazy. Or beginning of 2019, something like that. Something like that. Because we all thought that the X-Men might show up in, in Endgame. Which I'm really glad they didn't, yeah. like, the more you think about it. But, like, it's always exciting to go in a movie and say, oh, who's going to be in this? And that's yeah. basically how I felt. And Netflix, so when I saw all these other people, I was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. Well, the main thing missing from Endgame was the, the Netflix people, you know, like Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. Yes. Who didn't resolve anything. Yes. So why the right hell were they? Right when, uh, the, right when the big dragon-looking thing came to uh, New York, I was like, where is Matt Murdock? Yeah. Are you kidding me? I was like, this would have been so cool. And you mean to tell me that they aren't a- – Spider-Man isn't aware of Daredevil? Yeah. You know, there's there's always potholes, but that is strictly geeky way of thinking. Yeah. Like, that's like, oh, I know these people exist, but – like, if even in our theater, like, I'm, again, so thankful for everyone that was there watching Spider-Man with us mm-hmm. because they all knew, but there's a bunch of people who didn't. So I'm like – I guess we have to think on their level. Think on people who haven't seen the comics, you know? True. But also, it's just like, eh, it's cool for us, too. <laughs> like, you you all just got to learn. Yeah. Support, support your local local businesses. Go to Bookstore. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, wherever your local comic book store is, wherever you're listening to this. Yeah, we have a couple in here. It's yeah. pretty neat. Yeah, I love it. Um, well, this, this has been a lot of fun getting to sit down and talk about this really huge movie despite it being there's so many things to talk about and i'm sure we could talk about 50 other things just because it goes so far into like the depths that this movie goes into is so wild to me and i was really excited that marvel finally was like you know what we're so successful that i think we could kind of put out a little bit of a scary movie because when they did what if in the zombie episode Mm -hmm. that was jumpy yeah that was different i was like oh maybe they're like a little I don't know. Or maybe they're just like, you know what? Let's just stay with the generation that we, we did these with. So they're doing it for us. That's all you can think about. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think about that a lot, too. It's like we're still getting Patrick Stewart cameos when he's doing these movies. And we're so and lucky for that. And, and, that's, and that's great that, you know, he's still doing it. I, I really like Picard. You know, I wasn't yeah. a huge, like, Star Trek fan as a kid. But I'm, you know, into some of the newer stuff that they're doing. So, it, so it's cool to have that nostalgia, but it's also like, you know, I, it doesn't need to run the the story. So, right. So having, you know, Patrick Stewart show up for just a little bit is great. Having Captain Carter show up is great. Um, and then feeling like 
quickly. We can do so much more with less than or who would have thought with the first it's iron. It's so crazy that he is in this scene that is probably maybe seven minutes long, not even. Yeah. Just opened a door for not only like the original X Men, but this younger like version, whatever they're doing in yeah. the X Men. So whoever they decide to do that, hopefully it's like the the older ones like Halle Berry and like stuff like that. I think that'd be cool. Even if they're in like something for like a little bit, I think that would be amazing. Yeah. Like uh like another Days of Future Past type of situation. Fantastic movie. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. But it was that was very well done and I'm really thankful they have not failed yet. Oh no. It it's I you know, it's 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 pretty wild to think about that we went from the first Iron Man movie, which is fairly grounded in reality, to now we can go with Doctor Strange through the multiverse. It's all the same quote unquote franchise. And I'm I'm never sitting there going, wait a minute, how they did that? Or how is this work? Because we we built it up to this point. You know, there was a filmmaker who built it up to this point where it's like, you know, you're sort of guaranteed a successful movie if you do a Marvel movie. But not only that, but like you're luck you're lucky that they they know they're gonna make a lot of money, but they also want to make sure that they're we're getting good movies too. Yeah. I really liked that Doctor Strange brought up Spider-Man in the beginning. Yeah. He's like, I had a whole thing with Spider-Man, blah, 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 and they're like, Spider-Man. And I was like, okay, that made me feel better because I didn't, because that was such a huge deal. Like, even for Doctor Strange, like, he literally was sent into oblivion for, like, probably a whole day. Yeah. Trying to get back into the universe. Right. So, like, I liked that it wasn't just, oh, yeah, I'm here. Because you wouldn't be here unless you, like, did all that. So, right, I think right. Marvel's really, really great about that with things like that because they don't forget like I said, like what they did with Wanda in the beginning. They basically foreshadowed that she is actually going to be horrible. Right. Which is, she's had nothing but bad things happen to her the whole time, though. Like, I yeah. can't... When Vision, when his stone was taken out, it was... I was shattered. I was like, she is done. Well, not not only that, but she called, she called back to it eventually when she said she had to kill the man she loved. And it was meaningless at last. And it just brought him right back and then took the stone yeah so it's like of course that would mess her up thinking like yeah well i i did i went through this huge thing and then thanos just reversed it killed i mean when her brother died that mm -hmm. was rough yep and oh big my biggest complaint of marvel if you like to know what it is go for it and obviously we've been talking about this for literally past 10 years mm -hmm. of our love for everyone whoever's idea it was for her call him viz i need to talk to them because i seriously go who like <laughs> it, it takes me like a second i'm like why is this happening that's like, this is confusing that's in the comic books a lot of the comics. dislike <laughs> absolutely dislike that's he's like viz how did you do it no no vision <laughs> if, uh, call dr. him strange, something else dr strange is like who who's <laughs> viz oh vision well yeah because no i i've just never gotten that and there's gonna be like people listening to this they're like I love him, and I'm going to be like, no, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you're literally wrong. Oh, man. Uh, well, this was a total blast to get to yes, do this Yes, that was you. so fun. We could do this again. Absolutely. Um, we have lots of lots of movies coming out soon. I know. We, Thor's the next big Marvel. Yep, uh, and I think that's going to be, I think it's going to be just as big as this is. I look yeah. at the Guardians of the Galaxy on it, too. Which, again, is crazy that these movies can be interchangeable with well, not. Could you imagine but having but just this money? Oh, you want you want Chris Pratt in it? Okay. Yeah. You want you want Zoe in it? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Just a couple mil. It's like yeah. I'm like I, 
capacity. And Natalie Portman? How does this even work? Like, Lynn, she didn't even want to be in the third one, you know? She didn't even want to be in the second one. <laughs> we'll have to talk about that when that movie comes out. But I was glad that I, I was glad for all the actors that came back in and what if, you know, like she was one of them. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is like this just ev- literally everyone did, I think, except for Chris uh, and, and Scarlett Johansson and, and Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, because freaking Michael Douglas was in the one episode. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, Kurt Russell so had like three lines throughout the two episodes. He's is in. anything happening with Ant Man? Isn't there another one coming yeah, out? Yeah, they're they're. I think they finished filming. Okay. But I think that was next year though, because Kang's supposed to be the main villain in that. Right. One. Yeah, we have lots we have lots coming up, so we'll have to join forces and do this again. Absolutely. Please. Um, Please? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um, so, folks, uh, we are wrapping up here. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Spider-Man Books um, and uh, email SpiderManBookClub at gmail.com. And uh, for all you out there, we're going to end this the way we always do with Stanley's signature, Excelsior.